the winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. How big is this second half for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, Hugh Evans? You cannot underestimate the importance of this second half because if he was under fire prior to kickoff, he's on fire right now. Uh, Rangers cannot lose three points at home to Livingston. I, I do understand that they've gone into the game with four league wins on the bounce, Rangers, but the whole week on Super Scoreboard has been spent discussing how unattractive Rangers are to watch. What is the manager doing? How does he react? He's not got an in-game plan, according to the fans. And he cannot come off the pitch. Having gone five points behind Celtic, there must be repercussions. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Trade accounts available now. Call them today. Hey then, let's get these second halves up and running. They're all starting at different times due to varying lengths of VAR intervention in the first half, but we're underway in some of them. Gordon Diel, that scoreline at Ibrooks is alarming to a lot of Rangers fans, but the performance as well, it's, it's not been better. It's not been the performance that they were looking for. Or it's not been much better No I don't think that Obviously the fans Are not happy Gordon But if I was the manager I'd be looking at My big characters Just now I would really be asking The question Who's prepared to go out And stand up Because If this doesn't go well In the first 10-15 minutes Let me tell you You will really need to be, Have broad shoulders Because you're going to come in For a lot of criticism mm. From the home support That will not be happy We're not quite underway At Ibrox Just in some of the other games Let's get Gabriel To give us any changes At the break yeah, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has made changes. I can see James Sand and Rabi Matondo both on the park. Just trying to work out who it is. It's Leon King that has come off uh, for the American at centre-half. Scott Arfield is still on. He's moved inside. It's Stephen Davis has come off. Matondo will be playing off the right. Ryan Kent off the left with Antonio Cholak through the middle. The crowd here very, very unhappy at half-time. Booing when the players went off. Livingston making their opponents wait. Here comes Mickey Devlin, the Livingston captain now, leading his team out. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst knows this is a massive 45 minutes of his tenure here at Ibox. Two changes, hopeful that he uh, they can help change the scoreline around, but it's a massive, massive half for the Dutchman. Second half, kicking off right now. Those two changes, I, I, without being unfair, just because of the way everything is at Rangers at the moment, I can just I've been at Ibrooks before I can just sense that No one's going Oh good brilliant Yes this is These are the changes we need Leon King for James Sands Might even be Enforced Unless there's some sort of Miraculous change That I've not envisaged And, and Matondo on For Stephen Davis Just to try and Inject a bit of a spark Well they might work And Rangers might kick yeah. on And win 4-1 But There's nothing that's getting The Rangers fans excited right now No it, it goes back to the you know the Pickney's teams that are random at times it seems random anyway he obviously thinks there's a plan behind it but the changes at half time Matondo I mean where is Sakala on the bench yeah, today? yeah yeah he's on the bench I, I was, is Sakala that's what I was just going to say to you last week he's just been overlooked now it's Matondo uh, I mean Morelos overlooked and he's taken off the one man that the Rangers fans believe in the one man that they believe plays for the badge more than any other Stephen Davis and maybe that's with an eye to Napoli midweek but I don't think that uh, <laughs> I don't think he can have an eye on Napoli 
Uh, I agree with you, Hugh. I think they'll, he'll need to turn the second half around. Um, I agree with Mark. Sometimes I look and I look at the starting lineup. I know squad rotation is important, of course it is, because they've got a big squad. But people just seem to come in, then they disappear, and then they come back in, disappear. There's no, there's no structure to what I think he's trying to do. I can't see it. Anyway, let's get a second half teaser up and running. You might need a bit of time with this. Who am I kidding? You always get them anyway at some point because you're all very smart. Let's do it, Hugh. The second half teaser. With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. For the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Antonio Cassano and Ivan Perisic. I've been managed by Sinisar Mihailovic and Ronnie Dyla. I've played for 17 clubs in 10 countries, but my only major silverware came in Scotland. Who am I? Now I'll take my way carefully through these names again. I played alongside Antonio Cassano and Ivan Perisic. I've been managed by Sinisar Mihailovic and Ronnie Dyla. I played for 17 clubs in 10 countries but my only major silverware came in Scotland who am I? give us that again please lots to go through I'll also give you the answer to the first half teaser and then uh, yeah I that will, sounds like a good idea yeah. second half teaser I played alongside Antonio Cassano and Ivan Perisic I have been managed by Sinisa Mihailovic and Ronnie Dyla I played for 17 clubs in 10 countries but my only major silverware came in Scotland mm. while you work out who I am the five players who've made the most top flight appearances with just one club since the start of the Scottish Premiership era in 2013-14 are David Wotherspoon with 270 Callum McGregor 254 Rory McKenzie 249 Shea Logan on 224 and Murray Davidson on 215 Incredible, well done if you got it right Only two, so there's an empty space on the podium Gary Graham, 95 Well done to you Gary And Sean White, 1993 uh, The winners of the first half teaser That who am, who am I is a cracker This mm. is usually your speciality oh, Gordon Gale, I'm, any I'm ideas? Miles, miles, no idea um, East Kilbride are 2-0 up against Caledonian Braves In that all Lowland League clash So it looks like they will progress to the next round of the Scottish Cup I mean that, that's a proper Early round of the Scottish Cup Tie that one Newton Grange Star nil, Hill of Beath Hawthorne 1 <laughs> What league are they playing in? Either of those the, um, I think uh, like knows? East of Scotland South East of Scotland, Scotland. Uh, South I think yeah Dunny Pace 1 yeah. Turriff 1 Played against Newton Grange You did? When I was manager of A friendly against Ray Throvers uh, so it's uh, I'll be out that neck Kirkcaldyway. No, in fact, I don't know where it was. No, Newton Grange. Go. I think they're east. They're east of Scotland, so that's sort of out, um, out east, isn't it? Kind of borders east. the east. Yeah, I'm being vague here, but yeah. <laughs> don't name it. Turn right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, basically. Uh, that's all right, you know yeah. if you're from. Dalkeith, I think, is the is the word I was looking for. Ah, right, Dalkeith. Where that is. Partick Thistle nil, Queen's Park 2 A familiar mm. game for Queen's Park They're back at Firhill Where they've played previously yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, As the visiting team And they're 2-0 up Oney Coyle Is this to make way for Ian McCall To be the next Prime Minister? Yeah, probably um, But Oney Coyle has played Under Ian McCall as a manager And played with him uh, And they're great friends But uh, it's not going Thistle's way at all He brought him in at Dundee United yeah. Sat him next to me in the changing room Oney Coyle 
And I thought he was a player, but the older players kind of let me know because I was young at that time. <sighs> Watch what you're saying. He's he's in with a management team. He would come in, get changed beside us, oh, chat to the boys. No, no, no. I, I didn't turn that way. He was a great guy. But that's where he started his coaching career. Used to take us in one minute runs, one minute sprints. Fit, fit guy. When he was like the sound of that. When he was uh, not guzzling iron brew and. <laughs> oh, he's a fit boy. Uh, oh my goodness! Good, you good should have seen him at running. Good what, a, what a finisher What a finisher When you two duds Were trying to predict Some results in the office Before Who did I tell you Would lose today Who was the one I told Peter you Peterhead Peterhead nil Alloa one Scott Taggart On 54 minutes there So we'll see uh, Dalbiti star one Darvel four Alan McKenzie Scoring there for Darvel So certainly looks like They'll be in the hat uh, For the draw On Monday um, nothing really to tell you about Stephen Fletcher's come on for Niskanen at the break for Dundee United and the report you've all been waiting for from David Friel his man buns looking magnificent oh. can do better than that can't he Stephen Fletcher you not like it Matt? nah nah he's... which of the super scoreboard team would you like to see sporting a man bun the most <laughs> there's a good question for you I think Roger it's could put it for a strand is it going to be Hugh for the age I'd be some size of man tie up tie up <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mm, that one strand David Friel's already been on To say that Ginger man buns Are illegal So he's ruling he himself out like And Stephen oh, I'll tell you what it's a, mag, it's a magic man bun Goal flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements Not sure if it was Off the man bun Or off the foot But Stephen Fletcher Has just scored <laughs> oh, That's no. the effect This show oh. can have on you St Mirren 1 Dundee United 1 I finishes with his foot So there we go um, But right back in it That an inspired yeah. substitution yeah, from yeah. Liam Fox. Yeah, not a bad sub to bring on. You know the experience he's got. He's got the height up there. He's got the presence. Yep, good for a man bun. But you look the smartest boy in the class, don't you? When you bring on the sub and he scores within a minute of coming on. Mm. Player very rarely gets the credit as a manager. What yeah. a decision! You know he knows what he's doing. It's, it's poor luck. Of course, but now nah, good for Dundee United. Day. The, look, the good form you, continues. Did you? Do you? I now realise why you never made it at the level. How's it potluck? It's potluck. Well, well, it feels probably the majority of the time. You make substitutions. The majority of the time, they don't do what you you want them to do. Mark doesn't rate any manager that he had very highly. No, but imagine Mark (laughs) as a manager pulling somebody over and saying, "Listen, I'm going to put you on, but just to let you know, it's a bit of potluck. If you do, if you do well, (laughs) great. If you don't, we have to point out that luck was on my side. (laughs) <laughs> we have to point out that a sub for Hart scored three goals at Tynecastle and a sub for Celtic scored the winner. And they were forced into that though, weren't they, when uh, Stephen Humphreys came see? off? Potluck. Yeah, they were forced here's, into that one. Here's Pep standing next to me with a potluck. But there's no doubt Pot why Greg, belly, mean. Greg Taylor hey. was. Oh, oh, oh. It just was too easy. I can't even see you from back here. Yeah, I have noticed. Greg Taylor was sent <laughs> on because Bam maybe just way, did one of those afternoons for Celtic and. What an amazing turnaround when Greg Taylor then gets his first goal for Celtic and wins the game with it. I don't know if I should admit this. In amongst all the drama, I forgot who scored the winner for Celtic. <laughs> it just feels like that type of afternoon. So so much happening. But um, I, I agree with you. The substitution was more than potluck. It was brilliant. And Taylor, 
Yes, he's having a terrific season, you've got to say. And I think it is the fact of the introduction of Burnaby. I think it's pushing him on, realises his competition. <sighs> Didn't have a good game today, did he? I can't I can't even defend him today. Partick Thistle nil, Queen's Park three. That's a huge result in the oh. championship. Josh McPake on fifty-four minutes. Time for it to get worse as well. Mm. Partick started the day top of the league. Queen's Park will now join them on twenty points. So uh, Queen's Park will go from mm-hmm. Sixth To joint top Some division It's always a bit like that Isn't it As, uh, I mean yeah. we, when, when we've not got any of the, the Proper big boys in it Yeah it never really settles Until the final months of the season It is exciting um, But he, I don't think you could see that one I, I certainly didn't see that one coming yeah. This afternoon I was, I was supporting Thistle New today your money yeah, yeah, but it is very tight in there. You just listen. A run of victories puts you right up there at all. Inverness are going well under the radar. No many people talking about it. Mo Club Air United delighted to see them third. Uh, Juan Alegria on loan from Rangers has pulled one back for Falkirk. They were two 0 down at home to Kelty Hearts, but they are back in the game. And we've already got answers coming in on that teaser. Do we have any correct answers yet? Because usually we do. We do. We've already got correct answers to that. And it's Ready. an unbelievable question. I don't even remember the player. <laughs> remember the oh, you must know. <laughs> That's going to be a difficult one then. I thought you, I thought you would. I must admit. But I've anyway, got an idea of the team right. he plays with. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. Goal flashes with Clydebilt Home Improvements. Out of the blue, according to Roger Hanna, it's Motherwell who have levelled. Motherwell won, Aberdeen won, and it's Stuart McIntyre after getting his first goal for his boyhood team last week. Did he mean it? Well, you can debate that amongst yourselves. He's now a shot from the right angle of the box, bounces across the keeper. Motherwell are level, and we've got a goal in Paisley. It's all happening. Goal flashes. With Clydebilt Home Improvements St Mirren are back in front It's St Mirren 2, Dundee United 1 Ayunga with the effort deflected in But the St Mirren fans could not care less about the deflection They are in front and Motherwell are level Good start to the second half this, Hugh Yeah, goals everywhere except Ibrox Where the, the mm. Rangers fans are Well, 55 minutes in now They'll be very tetchy um, But... Good for the others who've scored. It's not. I think the thing that would frustrate the Rangers supporters is we've seen this before, where teams come to Ibrox Celtic Park and they maybe grab a goal, and then put all men behind the ball and it's barting at the door. It's not been like that for Rangers. If anything, Livy could have probably added to this, their one goal in the first half, but mm. are they really under any pressure, any sustained pressure. Doesn't seem so. But that's why we said, Gordon, I'm going to. Verging on moving towards banning the phrase about it's only the result that matters. This mm. season has taught us fans like performances. Do you know what? Celtic mm. lose 3 0 against Real Madrid, but the fans liked it. They liked some of what they saw. Rangers fans are looking at this and just wanting more. If they were battering Livy and peppering the goal and ripping them apart, but they couldn't quite find the breakthrough. Got booed off at half time. I'll guarantee you, if Rangers, yeah, Rangers come back and win this, say 3 1, let's just say 3 1, right? We will still get phone calls here after five complaining about the manager. I think the manager mm-hmm. is in, under pressure. I think I've got a plan here. I'm going to in- implement this when producer Callum is not here mm. and he can't stop me. Um, 
You know I usually play that little bit of tension music When we've got a tiebreaker on Beat the Pundit mm -hmm. I think you could start doing that when there's a VAR check oh. Because that St Mirren goal Is being looked at on the monitor oh. He's gone to the monitor Grant Irvin Alan Muir is the VAR at Clydesdale House United weren't happy They felt there was an elbow In the lead up to the goal And if there was It would have had to have been during the APP There we go You've been listening <laughs> Passed on some information to you this afternoon So he has gone over to the monitor Which usually And it has been ruled out There oh. we are VAR very much in action in Paisley And I'll scribble out that too yes. And turn yes. it back into a one St Mirren one Dundee United one Bring it on Hugh Evans. Well, I'm now having to start I always write down the goal scorers on our Super Scoreboard list here And I'm now having to start putting brackets VAR Beside the goal scorers da da name. David feels a fan, he's just, he said brilliant You know, there's a bit, Roger, uh, was it Fraser Wisher? He's not, Fraser's he's not, not having it He's old school um, He even called himself a dinosaur, a dinosaur. Very unfair, yeah. I thought To be fair, um, FC Edinburgh 2, Airdrie 1 Quick turnaround that, Uzi C uh, in the league that one is and again a great Scottish Cup tie Carnoustie Panmuir One for Martin United One <laughs> It's a geography lesson Oh Gordon will know where that one is Because it's got a golf course next to it ah, Carnoustie I stayed there at Christmas <laughs> So he did <laughs> A couple of and years uh, ago That's right I'm uh, Was it Tom yeah, was it not One of your strange decisions in your life Yeah I went there for Christmas It was like Christmas day, day Or Eve Christmas even had Christmas dinner there Walked to golf course Christmas morning <laughs> Had a look at uh, the, the French lad Vander I keep calling him Van de Velde Jean Van, Van, Van yeah, de Velde Yeah Remember when he took off his socks and Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that they, I've that had those memories Christmas tradition that yeah. Going yeah. in the burn Where Van de Velde was Is that a yearly <laughs> thing For Christmas <laughs> I went in a different state than him Where are you staying this year? Just in Motherwell I don't know yet It's still, still a bit early He's where all the deals are You know he's one of them For seasonal uh, there's greetings a lot, There's a lot to unpick there As to why And how And oh, who And whatever But he went to stay at Christmas <laughs> But we'll just leave it East Kilbride 3 Caledonian Braves 0 <laughs> I might go to Mats I think Del I'll get an invite By no, the way What about that Phil He should invite me if, I live him alone If you cared about this show you, you would put him up On Christmas Eve On Christmas And film it <laughs> And we're joking and what what a documentary do, that would be Imagine him recover. Imagine him in his Christmas <laughs> jammies opening Has he been present? yet? Mark, has he been? <laughs> I don't think oh. so It's a one day of the year I don't want to see oh, him Oh, I would oh. love that Listen, your kids are a bit older now The magic's starting, you know I think he uh, The last thing they'd want to see is him oh, he's, I, think I disagree I'm on my own Your Uncle Gordon Your Uncle, <laughs> your Uncle, Uncle Gordon, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Traumatised for life Dad, there's no someone thanks. creep up <laughs> Your Uncle Gordon's creeping about with his big sack out Anyway, it's Stirling University have just scored Dunbar United They're 3-1 up against them Jason Jarvis uh, Forfer 2 up at co-winning Rangers uh, The goals are going in all around the place uh, we'll get back to that I think we can make that happen By the way You too Yeah <laughs> That family's tuned into this thinking Is this real? <laughs> oh, it's real <laughs> oh, Set another place <laughs> See but you always say that Right but the idea's And then Before long He's skydiving When he said he wouldn't I know. You're doing the show From my living room When we said That yeah. I was exactly. housebound I think Christmas Day Is a bit of a push show Why? Well, I've invited you to stuff before And you You've not a back No Christmas day at your house I wouldn't let you down mm. I'll buy some nice presents That's the thing He would turn up with nothing You know 100%. that way No food No drink Nothing No Just... I, no, no no I disagree 
He's not even he's not that bad, but it would be something that he had been given, <laughs> given the year before. Hundred percent. Or it'd have a yellow sticker on it. The old link okay. set that you always something like <laughs> yeah. that. I had a bit do you know what actually it was last Saturday after this show, I went to a local shop to get deodorant. That's what I needed. You must there was a stinking last week, didn't have any, right? So I really needed deodorant last Saturday night. Up to the, the, the shop in question inexplicably had a terrible selection I'm fussy When it mm. comes to deodorant Right mm. Only one or two brands Tickle my fancy Yeah And they had none So I ended up having to buy myself A Christmas gift box oh, <laughs> no. Which shower is quite, gel quite a long moment like, I had Just to, to get the deodorant I had to, had to go for the shower gel The aftershave balm oh. I mean they've been discarded I'm not interested in either of them I needed the deodorant So the it was an expensive bag, uh, Usually at a wash bag With these sorts of things Expensive tin of deodorant it's That's quite a low moment That ever that bought is. yourself A Christmas gift box I don't suppose uh, you would have Don't think so No No That is scraping the barrel That You no. need to stock up Gordon Well this man When I joined the show All those years ago what? When he's In his first year In my first year Said that he what? Had a collection of deodorants Yeah I'm not pouring his The stuff he wears No chance <laughs> Very Come nice on. Absolutely not I get down the ladies selection of Dordrans I quite like them Right anyway Gretna 2008 One Drum Chapel United 3 Your man's got a hat trick Martin Green There we are I told you One appearance for Motherwell Back in the day Open top bus parade Through Kinfon's drive He's an experienced striker And he's got a hat trick This afternoon Uh, Rangers certainly starting to build A bit more pressure now Um, As they must As they must Yeah but they can't really get A clean shot off Um, But it's I, don't know, I was going to say it's better Maybe it couldn't have been much worse mm. I well, wonder if we'll see Morelos Anytime soon We should also get Kamar Roof Available Yeah that's true So you know Did he feature the other night? He did yeah did Come he, on yeah. very late on First game since the yes, Europa did, League yeah. final Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it would put Morelos in his place If Kamar Roof came on Instead of him <laughs> Wouldn't it just I, I mean Although Morelos hasn't been Up to speed this year you would still put him on before Ruth How, if, uh, when your job's dependent yeah, on it. If the other night was an addition, though, I don't think he passed it in the eyes of of some of the Rangers fans. Yeah, well, yeah. some well, loads that tweeted and called, and some that I met personally in the last couple of days were miles from being impressed with what mm. Alfredo Morelos offered against Dundee. And that's that's what he's offering at the minute. Now, but he has still come on this season and and scored, scored yeah, yeah. yeah a couple of goals. So he would be your best bet The way it's going just now for Rangers What have you got to lose If you're Van Bronckers We're throwing them on Your job <laughs> If it goes well But it can't get any worse Maybe can't get I think any worse it's Mark's, this, surely. Um, Mark's take on it um, Interesting Gordon Because there's a bigger picture with him Giovanni Van Bronckers was asked again At his press conference yesterday For a contract update on Alfredo mm. Morelos and Ryan Kent And he's quite clear about it which is probably good from his perspective. Ask Ross, he said. Ask Ross Wilson. I I, I think that, that, you know I don't know if Giovanni's a listener to this program, but they, anyway, they he probably won't be listening just now. But no, I've, no, I've but, have they, these but they always get told what's been said about them on radio uh, by the fans, and he's heard that the signings have been criticised, and he's thought, well, I'm not having that mm. because I didn't make them. I mean, I guess that is just the way the structure. Is meant to work these days Gordon Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Isn't Maybe that involved In contract discussions mm. And it is down to To Ross Wilson But it wasn't even Yeah there was no update there It was just Look I, I think It's clear to see just now And I know you can Flip it back to 
Golson because we all thought that Connor Golson was on his way out, signed a new contract. But you look and at ended Ke- up staying. Yeah, you, you you look at Kent, you look at Morelos. Uh, right now, no, the big question for me would be, who's? <laughs> I know they'll get clubs, but I, I don't think they'll get the standard of club that they think they're going to get the way they're performing because Kent has not kicked a ball. Morelos's fitness is ridiculous for a professional footballer who gets paid a lot of money and I don't care what anybody says um, so well, just, I, just now they need to up their game for me see to take it a step further than that we we discussed this I think it was maybe was it you and when Kenny was on anyway I think and a caller came on have we now eventually Mark actually gone a step further than that forget about who's going to come in and pay money for Alfredo Morelos genuinely if you are Rangers Forget about protecting the asset. Do you want to offer him a long-term contract on thirty-five grand a week, thirty grand a week? Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. If he's sitting on the bench and he's a bit part player, and you've got someone else up there that's banging in goals, you for know, you, we, we became you can't so survive on your past because we know we, we are a selling country. Uh-huh. We always obsess about well, we need to get the contract signed so that people will pay money to take you away. But actually, just as a Let's pretend Alfredo Morelos is a free transfer for Rangers. Rangers have the option right now to sign that guy on that form for 35 grand a week or whatever. I'm just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Would they do it? It'd be a tougher decision, certainly, than it, it was last year. Um, I think right now they may still take the gamble, but listen, there's still six months mm-hmm. of the season to go. You know, if, if you continue that until May or June, should we say, and he's only played a handful of games and he's not pulled up any trees then of course your mm. decision may be well different. I'll tell you what let's park it until the end of the game he might score a hat-trick because he's on and he would be worth it um, yeah. Arfield off 4-4-2 I've not seen it often Cholak oh, and Morelos got a goal at Fir Park as well Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements it's the man they call Duke he can do no wrong at the moment he is flying uh, he's been very good again today Mackenzie's cross Duke with the header And Aberdeen go back in front So it's Motherwell 1 Aberdeen 2 Got the first goal against Partick the other night To start the route And the first Hearts. against Hearts yeah. last yeah. week he's, uh, he's off and running this lad he's, um, He brings a good presence to him He scores goals uh, That's a bad one for mm-hmm. Motherwell uh, But look Plenty of fighting spirit North Lanarkshire Open goal, Broom Hill have taken a 2-0 lead up at Bucky. Evan Maley with the goal in 72 minutes, so they'll be coming back down the road um, expecting to go in. Mark Wilson's favourite Bolton players just yeah. scored. Kieran Lee. Him, yeah. Yeah. yeah, There's a bit of a private Powerful. joke in I'm there. I'm going to his house for my dinner. If you want to look up previous episodes of the show where Mark told us about his love for a man called Kieran no, Lee, no, no, no. you can do that. <laughs> no, I just, we'll move just on. heard about him. It That's got that. us in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I just mm. heard about him. El Buffalo. We've gone from Duke to El Buffalo, Hugh. He's on... And what a statement it would make You know we've yeah. we've been putting A negative spin on it there Go on let's put a positive one He can come on Be the match winner For Rangers today And he's a hero again And yeah. everything the, the the fans Idolise Morelos um, I, I did see on social media After mm. the win over Dundee And the booing that went on That a lot of people Took a dislike to his performance On the night against Dundee But by and large The Rangers fans Love Morelos So he can get them Out of jail and uh, reinstate his image as the, the, the hero of the fan base. Well, he got a big reaction when he came on. You know, big big cheers and lots of encouragement. 
What are Rangers fans on here You know in previous weeks Why not play both of them Cholak and Morelos What's left Half an hour Just under half an hour I think it's an indication Of desperation, desperation. Uh, yeah. The manager knows that This is desperate now I had better I, I don't I don't think they can play together But that doesn't matter yeah. I'm going to have to Throw the dice I mean he's sounded A bit more open to it In recent weeks though Gordon But the proof mm. would Be in the pudding for some If he's if he's done it so infrequently so far It is a bit of a You know A sort of a I'm not Desperation is the word Hugh would use I'll, try, I'll soften it a bit But it's mm. It's clearly One that he feels needs Drastic action Look If he gets a result out of it, Then you can say Congratulations But He's never played that way He's never played two strikers Don't mm. normally That's not his system He's just decided Look I may as well have a go here Get two strikers on Try and get balls in the box Don't be surprised If the next one yeah. The next five minutes Is not Ruth Great great game That open goal Broomhill game They got pegged back actually After I said they'd be Going into the draw 2-1 And then straight away Jamie Semple Former Motherwell youngster Up the other end And scores uh, Hugh let's do some wrong answers To that uh-huh. teaser Which is a wonderful question Okay I played alongside Antonio Cassano And Ivan Perisic And I've been managed by Sinisia Mihailovic and Ronnie Dyla. I have played for 17 clubs in 10 countries, but my only major silverware came in this one, Scotland. Who am I? Uh, Jim Sullivan thinks it's Colin Kazim Richards. Oh, good shout, but not the one. Effie Ambrose Ballon d'Or also thinks the same. No. Uh, Kieran and Jiggy both sent me John Gadetti. Oh, no. No, right, okay. Uh, Greg's Gardens thinks Dedrick Boyata. No, no. Uh, and seventeen clubs is amazing. I think I know who it is, but I can't remember his name. Uncut James thinks it's Amido Baldi. No, no. I, I can see his face, and I just can't. What does he look name. like? <laughs> He's about five Gives ten. A clue. Five ten. Right? I don't yeah, think I, you can see his face. Yeah, I'll tell right, you. Draw, draw, right, <laughs> draw yeah, his face for me. I'll try and put a, a name here. That's the position he played. He was. <laughs> I, I don't actually know what I'm not, I'm not sure I even know what I mean by this right But his name's more memorable than his face Yeah yeah. I, no, I, no I'm disagreeing with you <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That's, that's totally the opposite that's, point I, Yeah his, his name's more memorable than his face I, 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 I don't, I try and, don't try and ask me to explain but, it But I, I, this is a Right look That's the position he played didn't he What there, bit there, of my paper there, am there, I looking there, at there. Yes That's the position um, It's don't you All say right. it I, I think I know who this is Give me more clues on your paper What I would say Right What I would say is Some of those answers Are quite close Position on the pitch Era at certain clubs Okay Right Oh You know his name I'm loving this You still Can't remember him Hugh I, I really oh, I can Don't get me wrong right, He didn't right do much That's What number why. I'm what still number marvelling was he? At having what Played difference will that make? Something like that Because I'll <laughs> he, he, right, okay. he, was, he wasn't that good He wasn't that good The second team into the Next round of the Scottish Cup Is going to have to do so Via penalties Because Brecon City Early kick-off Have drawn with Stirling Albion To all Extra time And penalties Alongside the hedge So we'll see who goes <laughs> through To join uh, Dumbarton after last night Two more Livy subs coming no, on Livy keeper's been booked for time wasting Hugh Will we get some complaints on that Later in the game Well I, I think on the show? He's been down twice to receive treatment for injury And I think he's Indulging in gamesmanship He's gone down twice 
And if you're Livy and you're David Martindale and Demarcus Bartley, uh, you're, <laughs> you 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 you're entitled to the gamesmanship because it's Rangers' fault if they lose. Livy are doing their level best to stonewall Rangers. Mm. Now it's gone to the time wasting stage. Well, look, there's no point in being hypocritical about it because on what is it Tuesday or Wednesday night? If Rangers take the lead in the Diego Maradona Stadium. Mm-hmm. It'll be, but everybody will be telling Alan McGregor to take his time and get course, down and yeah. run down the clock. Yeah, so. Of course, yeah. But uh, we've got the classic here. The wee team have hardly got any fans. You could honestly, the fans they've got inside Ibrox today, you could have brought in one bus and there would have been spare mm. seats. Uh, so here you have the wee team up against a team who are in the Champions League. They're one up, they scored it after two or three minutes. And they've been holding on ever since And they're, they're holding on remarkably well Hod it and dod it Chuckle brothers yes. Dumb and dumber Next to you it. Think that they've got the answer to oh, the teaser yeah. Have they got it? And they have got yes! it Yes! Yes! Well, it can't be both of you Which one of you oh, got well, it? I couldn't spell it Obviously You couldn't spell it The order of your paper to go Let me see the attempt It's <laughs> like you were writing This here Oh wow, what's that say? No, 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 okay, no, no, no. well, listen That was round the keeper Square pass you got to put it away though And you, you go put it away <laughs> Sorry it Hugh It was short lived He did claw one back But Kevin De Bruyne Has uh, probably Put it to bed for Man City 3-1 now Against your Seagulls Ah well uh, To be honest I thought it might have been Embarrassing I thought it might have been A 5 or a 6 oh, it's so. What a funny shot Hugh Ah well <laughs> Still 15 minutes left uh, Man City will chuck it now Well I don't think so mm. Who are they playing midweek Will they start taking their foot <laughs> off the gas Who We were never midweek? brought up that way Hugh to chuck it <laughs> Never brought up that way to chuck it Is that your Your scene for today yeah. oh, I must admit you're going to need to do better than that No um, If anyone does care It's Borussia Dortmund isn't it Away from home There we go I looked it up So I can rest easy tonight I'm that sad um, Livy were on the attack A couple of moments ago um, I think it was one of those where the flag stayed down because it's meant to, and then eventually it, it gets put up, yeah. and it can, like, that can be frustrating. Uh, the idea is if if it's obvious, you're meant to just give the offside. But we saw again. Remember the worst example I can remember recently was Ukraine Scotland. Remember yeah. Yeah. Oh, they were they were miles offside, and you had to yeah. wait and let the attack play out. And the concern for some people. Is that a centre back is then going to go chasing back a ball that he doesn't need to and get injured, or a striker might get injured or a goalie? But you know that would be the example. I agree because the the game has to play out. A player goes into a, another challenge or whatever, and it leads to an injury. Yeah, I don't like it, but it's where football's moved now. The rules yeah. are moving on because it, it didn't happen. But if you remember that game, was it Ryan Porteous had a last ditch? Tackle. tackle I think he, yeah. coll- he, coll- he collided with Craig Gordon you know and it, mm-hmm. it didn't have to be that way because it, it should have been ruled out we've got another goal in Paisley Morelos is down taking a sore one Morgan Boys has been booked Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements Sumerian are in front now I was going to say 3-1 and I forgot that the previous well, goal had been chopped off by VAR Alex Grieve does officially put them back in front for now uh, well, we we'll probably take a look, but a flicked header. I think this one's going to stand. Good time to score. 83 minutes gone. Mm. Well, I think Rangers would take that just now. Yeah, yeah. 
You're into that kind you, of territory. Yeah, Van Bronckhurst take a point just yeah, now. Right is now, that yeah. good enough to? Oh, it's no, 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 no. Can't surely. I no agree, chance. Gordon. I agree. It, but it's any port in a storm now, mm. uh, and if it, it has to be a draw, then it has now, to be a draw. That just here's one we've not had yet. We've not had anything like this. There was a, a yellow card for Livy, and it's going to get reviewed to see if it needs upgraded to red. Um, we've, I, I'm not sure that one will get up. Well, the ref's gone over to look at that. Mm. Wow. Because usually when they go over... It's... Bye-bye. Well, the referee, in essence, has taken his decision. He's shown him a, a yellow card. Uh, so... No, I'll that's a, the point. You can I'll be amazed if that's a red card. But he's gone over. And usually when they go over... Yeah. The red card has been given for that. No. That, no. Has, been, that is ascending off... No way. He's been sent off down to down to ten men. Livy are down to ten men with fifteen minutes to go. Mm. The, the, you know, they're showing the still image and so on, which the still image does look terrible. Well, do you know what? Actually, but now, re- that, you see, reckless. now, reckless, now yeah. that you see what the refs seeing, Mark, have you changed your mind on it? Yes, yeah, that's, that's a red for me. Endangering a, yes. an opponent. Well, serious, yeah. Yeah, serious foul play, endangering an opponent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's hard to argue with. Yeah, it is a red card. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take that back because seen it just the once, and I thought, no way, <clears> it's <throat> a, a genuine attempt to play the ball that's just been a mistime tackle, a booking. Mm. But no, as high, it's down Morelos's calf. I think Morelos showed the referees ripped sock as well into the bargain. So, a chance for Rangers now. I mean, if they don't get back in this now or win this game now, then. If you're David Martindale, Hugh, how frustrating is that? It's just not a tackle we needed to make, and he dives in. Um, He might not think it was the right decision, by the way. He might just think it it should have been a a yellow, but he has been sent off, and Livy are, in relative terms, comfortable. Well, Morelos gets involved where he shouldn't, Um, but I think David Martindale and Marvin, when they see it, Will concede that it was no, no, Marvin won't. Oh, Marvin, no, 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 no. no. (laughs) I wonder how Marvin's mood is right now. Marvin Marvin is maybe smashing that. He's not the man to ask about heavy tackling. No, no, no. Um, but anyway, Livy are down to 10 men, and that has changed things. So, can Rangers get themselves firstly back into this and then go on and win it? What I've noticed, you is because of all you know, VAR checks and so on. Um, the the sort of variation in where we're at in the different games because St Mirren Dundee United is nearly done, but Rangers has got ages to go yet. Yeah. I think we're only we're only in the 80th minute at Ibrox, and I think we're in about the 85th or sixth. I think they're still at, playing ten castle. Um, <laughs> Paisley. Well, you know, you can tell what's going through Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's mind as Livia reduced to ten men because he brought on fashion to Cala now. Uh, on top of Morelos On top of Cholak This is Bugle's blaring time This is the alarm bell going off This is all hands on deck Yeah uh, And there's a danger though Hugh When you get like that And you just throw on a striker And another striker And another striker And then It is desperate But it loses mm. its shape You you sometimes then yep. Don't get the momentum you need Yeah well Fashion Sakala replaced Rabi Matondo there um, a Morgan. sub on for a sub The half time sub Has been subbed Oh my So he has Now If that's not an injury oh. Then 
You're pointing the finger at the manager there. Just quickly, Morgan Boys is the one that's been sent off. So yep. if you're looking at the Clyde One Super Scoreboard Twitter account and see James Penrice's name, it is Morgan Boys who's been sent off. But um, yeah, sub the sub. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing half-time. more than that. Apart from a snake's belly, but is it an injury? <laughs> I mean, what's that then? For- <laughs> 40 minutes Not even He's not no, even 40 minutes That's a difficult one not, He must be injured He must be injured What Put on as a sub at half time And taken off In the 70 bit, No minute. no You ever been subbed As a sub No Never Of course not <sighs> That's a sore one <laughs> I take it I was going to say I take it you have Never Never ever well, How would you know We had sore? one sub in his day <clears throat> I know Two oh, subs Oh sorry 12 and 14 New man Did you not do man. a Ronaldo? Did you not refuse to go I on? I did once Yes But yeah. that doesn't matter I was a good professional Don't let, don't let just one that, Is that where the, the similarities end Between you and yeah, Ronnie? Yeah Christian um, um, how, how about this For bugles blaring the brain You're on roof now as well I told you that So You've now got All or nothing now Yeah They're, they're only short of Ali McCoyce and Chris Boyd now Yeah they're going to throw it all at Livy, 10-man Livy in the closing stages. Uh, Peter Head nil, Alawa 2 in the league. Linlithgow Rose 4, Spartans nil. There's that Declan McDonald of Benburb sent off. Remember, they're at Wick today. That's a five and a bit hour journey. One way. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, so he's he just wants a head start back down the road. Two minutes before the end. Uh, let's round off the teaser, Hugh, if okay. we can. The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online I have played alongside Antonio Cassano and Ivan Perisic I have been managed by Sinisa Mihailovic and Ronnie Dyla I played for 17 clubs in 10 countries But my only major silverware came in Scotland I am Stefan Skepovic Stefan Skepovic, well done if you got it right Lots of you did Um, And the top three, very quick I must say James Milne in third place Stephen Roy second And Michael Thornton much quicker than you two You got there in the end I yeah. must say So well done to it's you It's a long road uh, But long that was a good journey. teaser Good mm-hmm. teaser that Oh Montrose 2 Dunfermline 0 ah, Matthew good, Wright good. 87 Yeah supporting Dunfermline You see just when you think It could, it can it can't be a busy Controversial Chaotic enough day In Scottish football Bearing in mind The week we've had I'll tee up for this uh-huh. Who's running the line At Montrose Come on Dougie Ross No way Is it Ross He's He's running Bigger things in his mind Can you imagine The reception (laughs) He's getting I'm sure it was Montrose Somewhere today Um, But I will will double check For you for accuracy So did I I think he's back Is he back Stick to the day job Concentrate on the day job mate (laughs) Yeah you you look You you look stunned into silence Yeah I mean (laughs) I've been looking at him He's putting on plenty of weight uh, <laughs> Oh yeah Since he stopped running the line On a regular no, basis no, he does He still runs the line Lynx really? Park That's Montrose Yep yeah. he's there Well um, uh, I agree with uh, Mark My learned friend Mark Wilson That <laughs> he should have more To be thinking about Than running the line uh, And apparently Someone shouted at him Yeah you know, uh-huh. two yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. First and, one and is political yep. leaning, and then the word after that. A bit unfair from the Dunfermline player to do it, if you ask me. But <laughs> yeah, <there you> yeah. <laughs> these things happen. Um, dramatic 
Scottish Cup tie in front of the hedge Mark Wilson Sterling Albion have won 8-7 ah. on penalties ah. to knock Breakin out yeah, what a bit of bad fortune for old side so it's just a normal Saturday for you losing eight. I, I, I have to come back to the fact that Cholak, Morelos, Roof, and Sakala are all on, and there's still no equaliser for Rangers. It signals the fact that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is now operating in a state of panic. Mm. I don't know what it is. I feel because VAR's just like it's fried a little bit of my brain to the point, and there's not much left. I don't think I'm fully anticipating just how big a deal this is, Hugh. Yeah. Think of what these phone in, phone lines have been like after yeah. victories against Dundee United yeah. and, and victory uh, and Dundee in the cup. Uh-huh. Not only at the moment as things stand are we talking about you know being held, we're talking about losing the game at yeah. home to Livy. Yeah. Incredible afternoon because a lot of the defence then this week for anyone who's wanted to offer a defence, it's been look. We're only two points behind yeah. And the only team that beats us domestically Is Celtic mm-hmm. All Both of them are 5-15 Depending on how much is added on Minutes away from being totally blown out of the water If And the underline If Rangers lose the match It is a shameful result And a shameful performance mm. And the supporters Within the bounds of reason and the law are entitled to say what they want at five o'clock here. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Thank you for doing that yeah, for us. Yeah. Do you think he'll get away with us, Hugh? I don't. Well, let's wait and see what happens at the I, end. I um, don't. I don't care what happens. Even if they go and score three let's goals, let's wait and see. I think um, he's in for a torrid. I think they've only had thing. one shot on target. You know, um, in this game, they had none at all. Um, first half, that was for it, sure. Yeah. Anyway, Gabriel uh, said that at half. Delbiti star one, Darvo six. So they're through. An Alan McKenzie hat-trick He lives not too far from you Did you know? There we go That's oh, your no, Scottish no. Cup fact of the day A Motherwell, Motherwell resident Must have my boots uh, Some full times <laughs> going Drum Chapel, Hugh They're in the hat yeah, Well yeah. done Auchinleck Talbot Boness will need to go to extra time Or Boness Auchinleck Talbot I, I should look say. forward to Ange Postacoglu Walking up Kinfon's drive To go and play <laughs> against uh, Drum Chapel uh, We're in serious Serious late drama territory At Ibrox as the guys have said I'm, I, don't think, I don't think one goal does it For Rangers And, yeah, uh, and, and by the way Two goals would still Get a lot of stick for the performance But it, you know, it would feel completely different And it would look completely different On the league table um, But Rangers need something And it has not looked likely And you look at the stands You know Emptying large spaces So even The tail end If you think your team's going to get something They're not interested Because the performance has been that poor Lack of imagination Lack of clear cut chances People taking responsibility it's It looks like there's no character in the team Mark The uh, decline you know, has been Amazing From Europa mm. League final To What are we Four months down the line To this Remember Rangers, uh, Celtic fans were calling Before the end of the first game To talk about VAR There yeah. are Rangers fans calling already yeah. Before this game's even finished Yeah um, but if you want You know what Get the call I don't know Maybe we'll be able to Take some of them now Nice and early And, and get you on the list And if not We'll speak to you very soon um, I think you hit the nail On the head Gordon That Tynecastle Was so dramatic I cannot do better Than say to you uh, A master class In mayhem <laughs> And all of that Has overshadowed Everything Until you stop Have a think about it A Livingston side Down to ten men mm-hmm. Incidentally are now playing a Rangers team that contains Morelos, Cholak, Roof and Sakala 
The manager has abandoned all thought of composure. Just get yeah. on anybody who might stick the ball in the net. And they are still losing 1 0. A Champions uh, uh, maybe League. Maybe that's team. maybe that's what Ange Postacoglu meant, Mark, when he said that we're, we're too obsessed with this stuff. You know, we we're going to spend all afternoon on pitch side monitors and attacking phases of play and all the. Re- this is a bigger deal than that oh, stuff. Oh, without a doubt, of course. And just because of the build up, get into this game. Many Rangers fans may have looked at this afternoon mm. going along as the turning point and it would be all good after this, but it's far from it. It's nowhere near done it, Ibrooks. There's lots of time to go, yet it's finished already in Paisley, David Friel. Full time, Gordon St. Mirren 2 in D United 1. What a game, don't you just love VAR? Alex Greve got the winner, but that only told half the story. I said it was a VAR free zone in the first half, Alan Muley his feet up, but that wasn't the case in the second half. St. Mirren actually thought they'd the winner through Jonah Ayungu, but Ref Grant Irvin was told to check a foul in the build up. He went to the monitor, the goal was disallowed, and it was back to 1 1. But then Greve popped up with the, with the winner for St. Mirren seven minutes from time, and everyone forgot about VAR again. St. Mirren were the better team in the first half, United could have gone ahead in three minutes. Jamie McGarth's free kick was diverted towards his own goal by Richard Tate, but Trevor Carson made the save. Simon had the better chances after that. Charles Dunn headed off the bar, Ryan Strained the goal rolled out for a foul, but Tony Watt almost lobbed Carson from 35 yards after a rare mistake from the St. keeper. Then came the opener on 41 minutes. Curtis Main got up high to meet a Richard Tate cross and headed off the post. The ball then had bounded off Ericsson and landed in the net for an own goal. Main smacked the crossbar before half time. Sorry, David, going to have to stop you there, and I think many people know what that means. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Rangers are level. Rangers won. Livingston won. John Lundstrom thunders in a volley to rescue something for Rangers. It's a point as it stands. Can they now kick on and get all three? Late, late drama at Ibrox Hugh. Well, the, the fire and the fury will now be what drives Rangers on. Uh, they can get out of jail against the 10 men. Uh, 1 1 will still get them many, many critics on this phone line. Many. And the manager will still be slaughtered if it's 1 1. But if he gets by by his fingertips and gets a second goal, he wins a stay mm. of execution. I'll put it like that. Right, I'll keep you up to speed if anything else happens. Great volley from John Lundstrom to level the game. Sorry, David. Carry on. 1 0 to St. Mirren it was. Curtis Main. Stephen Fletcher came on as a sub 53 minutes. Scored with one of his first touches after Tony Watt headed into his path. But back came St. Mirren. Ayunga had the ball in the net with a deflected shot in 64 minutes. They celebrated. But as his BH led the complaints and after delay, Grant Irvin went to the screen. We all knew it was coming next. The goal was disallowed for a foul on BH by Keanu Bacchus. It was a 50 50 game. Tony Watt came close. But then came Greve with that win on 83 minutes. Ethan Erehon set on the cross. And St. Mirren striker glanced the header into the corner. Scott McMahon did hit the post late on. But St. Deserve this one Full time St Mirren 2 Dundee United 1 Rangers still level then And there will be Quite a Sizeable chunk Of added time For them to try and get This winner Of course the same opportunity For Livy You'd imagine it'll be A bit tougher though Because they're down to 10 men And have been defending For lots of this game I think I think it's only Rangers second shot on target Maybe they've overtaken that In the last couple uh, Of minutes But to, it's not just Ibrox Five minutes added on At Rugby Park Five minutes added on At Fir Park so that's the way it's going to be. Um, there, there is going to be at least that again at Ibrox. So might need seven to get... minutes added on at Ibrox. Yeah, I mean that's just that's <laughs> remarkable. So, do you know what, Mark? If, if Rangers have got anything about them, they should really fancy going on and winning this. This is what it used to be like: seven minutes against ten men when yeah. you've got the momentum. And yeah, you've just scored a goal, so you can imagine how the Livy players are feeling. Maybe a bit deflated to think their chance is gone. 
with the attacking players Rangers have got in the pitch, seven minutes is more than enough for them to create at least a couple of chances. But of course, they went they went ninety odd minutes with it. <clears throat> Having a shot and goal, really, or one shot and goal. No, I think uh, I think Rangers going to win this from here. <sighs> yeah, I think they could. Yeah. I really do, Gordon. I think because of the situation, uh, Livingston must have smelt the three points. Must have. They thought they had it in their hands, and Lundstrom's obviously terrific finish, one. by the way. Yeah, he's banged one in. Uh, good play from Kent down the down the flank, but they've got so many attacking players on. Livy probably on their knees, ten men. Seven minutes They've got a great opportunity To go and turn it around Is that sometimes What it can do Mark All those attacking players Everyone Was sort of sucked To the goal line It allowed Lundstrom To arrive Maybe penalty spot Type area And rattle in that volley uh, Huge save From Shamal George Rangers thought They had perhaps Taken the lead late on It was a Cholak header Saved by Shamal <coughs> George oh, Well certainly Knocking at the door now I think I think even with the Rangers Goal I mean, yeah, you're right. Everybody gets sucked mm. to goal, but Obelai out there, he turns his back. <laughs> it's he? a good finish show from Lundstrom. Uh, Full time rugby park, Fraser. Yeah, come on at one, Ross County now. You join me as the park fans are leaving to a big applause for their players, but uh, it's a bit of relief, I think, because although Kelly deserved to win, they made it difficult for themselves in the second half. Three points are mainly due to the first half performance with Dan Armstrong. Scored what turned out to be the winning goal and Low County had a good spell in the second half. They couldn't turn any of their good play into that equaliser. Kelly deserved the head at the break. 21 minutes, a long ball. Just a simple goal in this Cameron with the head flicking. Dan Armstrong made the inside run. And as Ross Laidlaw came out to block, he slipped. But Armstrong didn't care. High finish into the back of the net by the inform winner. Joe Wright saw his head cleared off the line in this Cameron. And Kim McEnroy had good chances as Kelly dominated, but almost a sucker punch on half time. Lovely ball by Callum Johnson. Lovely touch by Jordi Hewilla inside the box. As low shot across the goalkeeper. Really good save by Zach Hemming. And that was to be something you would say a lot in the second half. Because although Kelly should have been further ahead, County came into the game and Hemming was a key figure. The chance in the final seconds of the half by Hewilla. In the first few seconds of the second, are another good chance for County. Orwell Edwards cut inside past two challenges and he shot wide when he should have hit the target or passed another driving run by Awura set up Jordan White his curling shot was heading to the top left hand corner excellent save pushed away and over by Zach Hemmings County's turn to dominate Kelly fans becoming restless as the game entered a real sloppy phase poor possession slack passing no chances at either end until Jan Danda then saw a brilliant dipping shot again tipped over by Zach Hemmings a really good save as he headed towards the top corner by the Kelly goalkeeper but towards the end Kelly get back into the game they were probably more likely to get a second he struggled to create much until Jordan Jones cut inside as he does often stepped over the ball a couple of times curled his shot inches wide of Laidlaw's left hand post and Ennis Cameron was thwarted by the Ross County keeper he thought he was clean through but the keeper came off his line really quickly to grab the ball at the edge of the box big win for Kelly now four games unbeaten they've given themselves a three point advantage over County and Dundee United at the bottom of the table full time at Rugby Park Kilmarnock won Ross County nil yeah great victory for Kilmarnock it was a great victory for St Mirren as well and a great victory for Roger Hanna for Aberdeen away from home only a third win in 24 road trips for the Dons Motherwell won Aberdeen two goals but the new strike pairing Bojan Miofsky and Duke proved too much for Motherwell who have now suffered three defeats at Firth Park inside seven days 
Yeah, Aberdeen, the perfect start after just four minutes. Mioski running onto a through ball by Connor Barron. A delicate finish over Liam Kelly. The linesman in the far side, flagged for offside, but a VAR, Andrew Dallas, overturned the decision to have the Don celebrating. Nine minutes later, it was the other way around. Duke, this time the ball in the net after a fine save by Liam Kelly. He netted at the second attempt. The linesman, Paul O'Neill, flagged again, and this time the VAR, Andrew Dallas, backed up the decision. Motherwell, they're hardly seen as an attacking force earlier on, but they should have been level in 15 minutes. A mistake by Don's goalkeeper, Keller spilling the ball at the feet of his fellow Dutchman, Kevin Van Veen. It was a tight angle, but you would have expected Van Veen to hit the post, sorry, hit the target, rather than dribbling a shot beyond the far post. That was 1-0 at the break. Motherwell really needing to do far more in the second half. Aberdeen pushed though at the start of the second half. Jaden Richardson breaking forward across the Duke should have done better than just head at Liam Kelly and then out of the blue Motherwell were level after 55 minutes Connor Shields had been sent on as a substitute at half time for Ross Tierney he played the ball to Stuart McKinsey and the on loan Leeds winger guided a shot across Roos and inside the far post for his second goal in a week Motherwell then enjoyed their best spell and might have been in front Kevin Van Veen having a shot saved by Roos but then Aberdeen get their game together again and they get a fine winner in 68 minutes Jack McKenzie breaking forward on the left hand side a lovely cross and a delicate cushion header by Duke past Kelly for 2-1 Motherwell threw everything at it substitutes on the two penalty claims turned away by referee Ewan Anderson and added time when Ricky Lamy and Kevin Van Veen hit the deck but Aberdeen were a better side they deserve their point and it's a rare away day win Motherwell 1 Aberdeen 2 full time Ibrox Gabriel yeah, it finished Rangers 1, Livingston 1. John Lundstrom's thunderous volley rescuing a point for the Jers. There were still resounding boos at the full-time whistle there as fans vent their anger at both the manager and their team, but they do have a point to show for their performance. Yesterday, Van Bronckhorst told us he wanted to get the fans back on side, but it was a nightmare start in the fourth minute. Christian Matano put the ball across. John Newblay took a touch, turned and finished into the corner, giving the visitors the lead. The crowd were silenced. Ten minutes later, Jack Fitzwater flashed a shot wide. It could have easily hit the back of the net, and whilst Rangers were dominating the ball, as you would expect, they were doing very little with it. Uh, Antonio Cholak, the only one with a few first-half efforts, and it was a huge uh, half-time team talk required by Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. He made two changes, bringing on Rabin Matondo and James Sand. The pressure did start to build more after the interval, but it made little difference. John Lundstrom had a long-range shot deflected past the post. Tavernier's long-distance strike was the first on target. That was after nearly an hour. Antonio Cholak had an overhead kick wide. But then came the moment that changed the game. Morgan Boyce was booked for what looked like a dangerous tackle on Alfredo Morelos. David Munro came over to the VAR monitor here in what was the first for Scottish football. He upgraded the yellow to a red and after the replay showed uh, it seemed that it was the correct decision. The Lions would have to play the last 15 minutes with 10 men. Meanwhile, the Jers had on Cholak, Morelos, Kimaru, Fashion Sakala, Ryan Kent, five attackers. They were all in and they started to get chances eventually the ball was lofted across when we were in stoppage time John Lundstrom arrived thundered the ball into the roof of the net there were rapturous celebrations here they went for a winner Antonio Cholak had two headers one over one magnificently saved by Shamal George and in the 98th minute there Lundstrom looked like he could have scored the winner but his header was just over the bar it is a point in the end, but huge question marks will remain over manager Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, especially given the reaction of fans here at Ibrox. But instead of the gap being five points between them and Celtic, it is just four. 
Full time here at Ibrox, Rangers 1, Livingston 1. What an incredible afternoon of football in the Scottish Premiership. And now it's over to you to have your say. We're on for the next hour. We could probably stretch it to six because there is that many talking points. 01419511025. Celtic fans, you've stretched your lead at the top. What did you make of Tynecastle and all the VAR discussions? And Rangers fans, you've just dropped points at home to Livy. And that means Celtic have stretched their lead What did you make of that? You'll be getting back into the car right now Coming out, some of you might have even left early How do you feel about your team after watching that one? We'll speak to you next After the action, it's your reaction 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line What a day of football Absolutely incredible drama all across the Premiership and beyond to sum it up, if possible, Celtic are now four points clear because although there was lots of drama and controversy and decisions made at Tynecastle, they did win the game by four goals to three and that's been followed up by Rangers equalising late on to rescue one point at home to Livingston. I'm just going to go straight onto the phones because they are lighting up. Lewis is a, a Rangers fan from Motherwell. How would you sum up your feelings after that, Lewis? Uh, it was pretty dire. Um, you know, I was at the game today and you're watching players like Tavernay and Barisic and Arfield play each week and it's, it's just no good enough. I, I feel that Ben Broncos has, has got to walk, if not be sacked. Well, Hugh, I mean, that, that, are we at that stage legitimately for, I, you, for you? To be perfectly honest, I thought that Rangers losing seven goals at home to Liverpool would have done for him. Really? Yeah. Even, but even though you're two points behind at that stage and I, I think there are lines in the sand There are moments that you do not recover from And I thought that Liverpool scoring 7 at Ibrox Would have done for him uh, But now we are talking about uh, A 4 point advantage Which of course is next to nothing It can be corrected in 2 games uh, But the quality of the football is alarming And that Rangers finished up Playing a team With 10 men And they had Roof, Morelos Cholak and Sakala all on the park The manager had abandoned any thought of structure And it was the alarm bell mm. strategy We went from a masterclass in mayhem at Tynecastle To a masterclass in mediocrity at Ibrox Was it today you lost faith in the manager, Lewis, or before that? Uh, yeah, probably seven Seven at Liverpool just uh, doesn't matter what quality you're looking to look to do it's just it's not good enough. Um, I think the players have lost confidence in him. I think you can tell that by the way they play as well. Yeah, I mean, so, Mark. The, the the thing is, there's a at least when there is there the seven, that's when Lewis lost faith. But you can at least you could at least see the counter argument. Look, this is Liverpool and it's Mo Salah, etc. Today, it's very tough to to cut. Any slack Because yes You can drop points But they didn't even play well Again They didn't create much Again It's a theme Lewis probably left early If he's in the car already Lots of fans did Just not liking what they're seeing No uh, Of course not Since half time That Liverpool game That was alarming The way the players reacted To some of those goals Going in against them But like you said There's quality there So you can maybe make an excuse for that But after the Liverpool game The performances that Rangers Have put out there um, <coughs> have been nowhere near good enough And with the greatest respect To, to your team Motherwell Gordon You put Dundee in there And Livy 
there aren't teams that you think should cause Rangers any problems. If we're saying the golfing class between Liverpool and Rangers is so great, then it's got to work the other way as well. Well, let's be clear, the financial gulf between Rangers and Livy is bigger than the one between Liverpool and Rangers. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Livy have gone and got something there, yeah. haven't they? Um, Lewis, explain to us a bit why this is all on the manager or how much you blame the players. What do they have to be accountable for? I think obviously the majority of the players are Gerard's players and I think I think that's where it's went down now. I think quite a lot of the players are um, got their heads down because Gerard's left and I think quite a lot of the players have got their heads down because you've got players like I say even I think that's maybe Tavernier's problem. It's definitely definitely this issue, I think the line's the line's not great, Lewis. To put, to put Gerard into perspective, he had three seasons and got one trophy. I fully mm. understand that it was the league title that stopped Celtic winning ten in a row. However, also on his watch, they were going out yep. of cup competitions to St Johnston, mm-hmm. to St Mirren. Uh, Gerard is becoming a better manager in the eyes of the Rangers fans because of the way the team's playing just now. But to be fair, though, right, and without spending too much time arguing. I think the reason that people say that is because the the one trophy was at the end. You know, it felt like it was an upward trajectory. It's not like he won trophy in season one and then went trophyless the next yeah. two. You know, it felt like it was getting better and better. There was respectability. There were fans out there asking, would he be losing four goals against Celtic? It felt like it was getting better. He made them a force in Europe. And then, of course, Giovanni van Bronckhorst took the next step. What, what makes to the this final. all the more remarkable for me, Gordon, is that leave Steven Gerrard out of it five months ago. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst was in a European final with Rangers mm-hmm. and we are now at the stage where five months later supporters are questioning everything he does yeah. everything that's the key problem Gordon it's not like we're just talking about if you just want to talk about results well the Livy result now is not good enough mm-hmm. and the Liverpool result certainly not good enough and then you can debate the other Champions League ones but the, when was Rangers truly Last truly good performance I can cut him slack Or how many of them I had. can cut him slack, slack Against Liverpool Because I think Liverpool on the night Can do that to a lot of teams They're a terrific team Okay It doesn't look good in the CV Take that aside The performances Their people leaving Ibrox And their droves Gordon 15-20 uh, minutes before The final whistle Their fans on here Calling for his head The one thing That I don't see in Rangers That I see in Celtic As a structure of the way they play, the way they rotate their squad, how they do it. I just think that there's a different pace to their game. And the Rangers fans, and this is not me, the Rangers fans who are phoning in here have totally switched off from this manager. Now, I am not sitting here saying that he should be sacked because it's four points. They're in the semi-final of the cup. Champions League group stages haven't been good, but that's a... Hell of a, a group you're in stages As in with Napoli and Ajax and Liverpool That's mm. top quality teams But domestically You cannot be Coming in for criticism And playing Livingston at home And well done to David Martindale mm-hmm. and My big friend Martin I thought brilliant today But you cannot be playing there And drawing one each Because they're down to 10 men It won't be acceptable Alan, what emotions are coming to the fore for you? How how would you describe your feelings and don't swear? Uh, oh, I'm glad it's a radio show. <laughs> Outside it, I would have been saying a few words. But anyway, uh, thanks for having me on, gentlemen. I am just 
totally disillusioned now with Rangers. I don't know what's wrong. They just since uh, for the last few weeks now we have been abysmal. Yes, we won four nine against Hearts and St Mirren there, but we're still struggling. Uh, against Motherwell, we struggled against Dundee. If that had been a, a, a stronger Dundee team, we could have been beat, especially the last 20 minutes. It was like watching paint dry. Today, I thought, even though Celtic had won the day, I thought, well, right, come on then, Rangers. Let's do something here. Uh, cheer us up here after a, a, a poor game against Dundee. But today, when we went 1-0 down there, in fact, at one part of the, the, the first half, we could have been 3-0 down. Uh, I, it was just I'd, oh really I'm totally disillusioned I've still go back to support my team I have been for 50 odd years uh, I love my team the bits but I don't know what it is uh, Barisic Kent they just they're, they're not there anymore the team's not there uh, Giovanni I'm not asking for him to be sacked but I think his tactics are all wrong now uh, I don't think the team's playing for him there's something wrong and it's by Burton right through the whole team and through Ibrox Stadium. When you say you're not calling for him to be sacked, is that out of principle or is there still a bit of um, a bit of belief in him? It's out of principle, really. Uh, we've been given chances, chances there, and I thought maybe today Livingston has had good games to chance to try and prove themselves. Motherwell, Dundee, and Livingston inside a week there before we start playing the big games again. But no, uh, it's. Today was really, really woeful. Uh, I left at 85 minutes. I missed the goal. Uh, when I heard it, just as I got to the car there, I just heard it scored. And, uh, and of course, we had everybody on. Morales was on. Uh, Roof was on there. Sakala being on. And uh, that, it's, nothing, it's not working. I don't know what it is. I, I just, I can't fill them out. There's something definitely wrong at Ibrox. Well, that much is self-evident. Um, what Giovanni Van Bronckers must cling to is the fact that it's only four points between him and Celtic. But Celtic in their last three games have scored 14 goals. 14! And not lost any of those games. And Rangers are going from one struggle to the next. They struggled at Motherwell. They struggled against a championship team in Dundee. They more than struggled <coughs> against Livingston today. And, uh, you know, they've scored four goals in those last three games. Now, the thing about the games you mentioned previously, they won those. And, and they won those games. And quite often we hear, ah, see, you know, you need sometimes you need to win when you're not at your best. And that's the sign of champions. And you, you hear all these things, Mark. But there's also a very accurate counter-argument to that, which says that results will catch up with performances. Yeah, And that's what's happened. Yeah, totally agree. We were chatting about it midweek, saying that, you know, winning, like when you get to the tail end of the season and sometimes you need to grind up performances, that's fine because the finish line is in sight. But when you're at this stage of the season and you're grinding out and it's ugly wins and there doesn't seem to be any light, then they will catch up with you. Because, for instance, what happened today will happen again. You know, you, you'll encourage teams to come on to you, you'll lose a goal. And you've not got that belief You've not got that imagination or creativity To then just go and blow them away The way Celtic probably can just now with teams So the problem's there with Rangers uh, And it smacked a desperation tonight When he's put on, you know, just any forward-thinking player he has Of course he's he's trying to get something out of the game But the full structure, Daz mentioned it before When you're watching Rangers at the minute The plan seems to be Get it mm. wide to Barisic if it's not on, come back out, get it away to Tavernier 
and throw it in the box. And I hope Cholak's on the end of this. I hope the cross mm-hmm. is decent. They're not pace, for that. They're, they're no pace to their game. The po- well, that's I what I was going to ask about. Worry. You know, the, the style, the style, and the performance level. Because mm-hmm. the points will speak for itself. Any day that Celtic stretch a lead over Rangers or vice versa, the, the other fans won't like it. But I think Rangers have played twenty one games this season. Twenty or twenty one. How many good performances would you say is is within that twenty games? Twenty one. I, I wouldn't say many. Hearts and St. Louis Hearts away. Hearts away. You've got to give them credit. They beat Ross County four 0 at home. People is that the day that was that the James Sands day? Um, and all, I, I'm I'm being very general because I know there was bits of Napoli that were encouraging. But mm. out of, of twenty one games, I wonder if the Rangers fans have more detailed the thought Rangers, than us. The Rangers How many fans good are performances? Sw- no, the Rangers fans are switched off. It's not us. We don't go and pay good money to watch them. The Rangers fans are switched off. They're no pace, they're nothing. And and you can give it all the, well, teams sit in. I keep going back to it because it's their greatest rivals. I watched Celtic. Mother will sat in against uh, Celtic the other night there and Celtic just cut them open with their quick passing movement. Now, Rangers are at home against Livingston. I would probably say, and I know that we can't prove it, if Livingston kept 11 v 11, I think Dave Martindale's going down the M8 with three points mm, today. Possibly. I really do. And Matt's right. He just threw on players hoping, mm-hmm. get me out of here, get me out of jail somewhere. I mean, Hugh Allen says he's not calling for Gio to be sacked, but only out of principle. It's not the strongest defence of, of the manager you'll hear. No. Um, he's definitely walking on eggshells. Um, we don't know how the uh, Ibrooks board consider him. But the Ibrooks board will be hearing the booze and they'll be getting plenty of advice, I'll put it that way, from the fans inside the ground, those who pass by the Blue Room on their way to the hospitality bars and all the rest of it. They'll be getting the very firm impression that people do not like the direction of travel. How do you feel, Billy, in Springburn? I do, lads. I thought it was woeful with it, quite honestly. I think Van Broxos has to go, and that's my opinion. I don't change it. If he netted another full game, I say the exact same. He's, he didn't know he's, he didn't know he's, he's first 11. His forwards are shy going forward. Ken, I just didn't want to talk about Ken, because that's what happened when you have the Rangers attack, quite honestly. They're one pace. You can't beat a man. As Gordon says, they just punt the ball in the middle. As soon as you put the ball in the air, it's a 50 50 ball. So basically, you're getting the ball away every time you kick the ball in the air. Uh, I just think there's nothing there at all. No skill, can he pass a ball? It's just, just a hit and hope. It's like watching a junior football team. And I hate being cheap cheeky junior football teams. It's like watching a junior football team. Nothing puffs through the game. Don't know what I've been. Scale of this frustration is quite something, Gordon. Because you know, sometimes when things are going wrong, you can pinpoint it and say, mm. uh, we just need to take our chances, or we need to defend a bit better, or set pieces are a problem. I just feel like everything's getting thrown on, on these phone lines. Every player almost is getting it in the neck. Giovanni I've, Van Bronckhorst's yeah. recruitment style. I've got I've got to go back to that. Recruitment, there have been one or two successes. The rest have been absolutely terrible, right? I totally agree with that. I think and also I think Mark makes a good point. As a manager, when you come in, as much as your recruitment's so important, because you you get judged on the players you bring in, the style of football, but the players that are already there, you try and make them better. That's that's success for you. You all of a sudden people are saying, Oh, what's happened to so and so? He's all of a sudden playing to the potential we all knew he had. That's a new manager's got him playing. These players have went back the way. Tell me Lundstrom gets a goal today, right? I've been critical of him. Kent has been a passenger. 
Kamara, who I think is very He's tough. had an injury problem. Right, okay, he's had an injury problem. But there's player Tavernier's not the same player, right? Barisic has come in for criticism after criticism. They've they've went back the way so much. It's absolutely frightening. Billy uh, makes the point about the best eleven. Doesn't seem to know his best eleven. Ange Postacoglu changes four and five players game to game, and in the three games mm. that he has played over the last eight days, he's made significant change and scored mm-hmm. fourteen goals. Hugh, he changed his front three today from the other night. But as I was going to say, though, you get the feeling, Mark, you'll know more than a closer eye on Celtic. Ange Postacoglu, though. If he's a must-win game tomorrow, I think you could almost pick his team. I think so. You couldn't do that yeah. with Rangers, could you? Oh, certainly not. You don't know who's playing from week to week. Now, I don't know if Matondo had an injury, but if he's not, I think that sums things up. That the manager drops Sakala, he's nowhere to be seen, starts with Arfield in that position, puts Matondo on because he's thinking, I need to get some width and pace. That's not doing it for me. Sakala, come and do a job for me. See, that's, again, makes the point uh, uh, last week. The players themselves must be thinking, mm. where am I going to get a consistent chance here to shine? Billy, no chance that the manager can turn this round. There's only four points, of course. I always hope he could mean good in the day. If he's going to stay there, me personally, I'd let him go. And I think they're far too late in the midfield as well. I mean, they can bully that the ball. I mean, look at Livingston, six trip three, six trip one. In the under team against Livingston, they played to their strengths. They've bullied, they harassed us, they've done basic football. And if that is going to Two points at Ibrox Anybody can do it If they can't get it against Lumsden To a point though right Because I mean Jason Holt and Stephen Kelly Are not <laughs> Monster no. Lucky for 5 foot 8 um, But yeah I take the point Everything seems to be going wrong For Billy and the fellow Rangers fans Out there How do you feel Sum it all up for us And of course Celtic fans I'm sure you'll have something to say About that game at Tynecastle the talking begins 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboards Open Line 01419511025 Lots of anger, frustration, disappointment and the rest coming out of Ibrooks from the home end of course I'm sure the away dressing room is quite chuffed with their point could have been all three really because Rangers left it very late um, to rescue anything there against Livingston of course he had a VAR debut today across the division. There was no shortage of talking points with it, so why not let us know how it was from your experience in the stadium? Because that's vitally important. One of the criticisms is that it's aimed at the armchair fan. What was it like inside the stadium? Uh, let's bring in Thomas, who is a Rangers fan. It's, it's the easiest question to all fans. Thomas, just how do you feel? How would you sum up where you're at at the moment? Well, to sum up, it's quite easy. All I would do would be to ask Gordon to repeat what he was saying because we were sitting watching the game and it was immediately apparent because you're high up and you're looking down in the, the it's, there's absolutely no structure in that team and it's painfully obvious for all to see and the other thing that he, he keeps doing he keeps coming down the wings now if you're a, managing a school football team all you need to do to play Rangers they'll come down the wings they'll cross it in the middle so blank out Tavernier and Barisic and that's what teams have been doing and again when we are getting by they're crossing the ball into the middle, cross after cross after cross. And these guys were six, just Gordon says, six foot one, six foot three at centre half. It was tough all day long because other than Cholak, we don't have a big front line, middle to front. And it's just the same tactic. And I don't see any way that you can change it in mid season. You know, it's a two transfer windows, one's worse than the other. Uh, take Cholak and uh, Lawrence out of the equation. 
the rest have been dire And I really don't know where he goes from here No hope whatsoever he's the man to turn it around Thomas Sorry? Is there no hope whatsoever that he's the man to turn it around? I don't see it Gordon I don't see it um, Like the previous caller It's hard to say you want to see a man lose his job But although it's only four points I would say that's more an indictment of Scottish football Than Rangers only being four points off the pace Because the Rangers team just now is nothing short of dire It's painful to watch yeah, You know I'll always stick up for the wee teams Hugh But I kind of get what he means because yeah. Motherwell actually weren't very good against Rangers, but it, you know it was only two one. Motherwell had a bit more quality. Rangers maybe don't win that same, maybe slightly similar Dundee the other night. Livy today easily could have got all three. So it's um. I'm I'm trying to think of any way to cut the man some slack, and you know I'm thinking of the long term injury to Hadji, the the injury to Goldson that is a big blow for him, but. <sighs> He takes awful beatings in Europe He takes beatings from Celtic On a regular basis And uh, He seems to have lost the plot At the moment mm. And he, he is, he's on the ropes um, Gordon the thing mm. that we can't get away from It seems is this style Structure criticism mm. A couple of weeks ago when it started coming up It's like a It's just one of the side effects of doing this job I always try really hard to see the other side And I kept thinking, is that unfair? Are fans just picking on that? Are they they overdoing that focus on the style? But it's it's quite hard to get away from What what is it? You describe to me Rangers' aim tactically within a game What is their style? What's their... I I think basically is to try and get down the flanks and get balls in the box and go and, and score goals They don't... They don't have a different structure They don't have a... You know, you look at, we'll get back to Celtic again, the way their fullbacks come in, overload the middle of the park, leaves other people to go out wide. Rangers don't have that. When Van Bronckhorst come in, and let me say something, I think Van Bronckhorst will get away with it now, and the only reason being of who he has is in his relationship with the club. If that had been an outsider just now, especially tonight, he'd be getting hounded out of that club. Let me tell you, been there many times. I don't see... I looked at Van Bronckers the Dutch way, this attacking, the 4-3-3, the two wide men, bags of pace, moving the ball quickly, everything like that. I've not seen that for Van Bronckers. But I'll get back to one thing, Gordon, and I think the biggest problem is, and Thomas is right on the money, his transfer windows have been disastrous. Okay, but is that Ross Wilson's fault? Yes. Okay, so that but is cutting the, the manager a bit of slack. No, but he must be part of it. He must... He's got to have the strength Put it this way If you're looking for your manager Do you think Poster Coglu's got to stand aside Mm. And take the responsibility And not put his shoulders back Just to be fair It's a a completely different club structure Yeah, yeah, yeah. but somewhere along the line You've got to turn around and say Hold hold the bus a minute here Yeah, I understand the structure Mm -hmm. But I've got to be a strong enough manager To say, if I'm going to get out There are people leaving Ibrox after 75 minutes And they're disgusted with the performance They're disgusted with style of play The the, the ordinary guy who's sitting there That works Monday to Friday Because along pays his money Actually knows the Rangers structure Livingston are leaving Rangers tonight Now if you just says to David Martindale this morning At 12 o'clock I'll give you a point before you go to Ibrox You'd say thank you very much Don't even need to turn up They're they're getting on that bus tonight Disappointed Without the three points They've only got one I I, I think the Livy players I didn't even look like the Harley broke sweat You, You didn't see Many times I'm throwing themselves in front of things and last ditch tackles. 
I think that's the saddest indictment of how Rangers are playing just now. Because when you're at home and you're one behind, you need to be battering the door down and you need to be putting the players through the ringer. I wasn't mm. like that. I think the Levy players, and Marvin might be able to tell us differently, but would be quite content and gutted that they actually lost that goal at the end. But I think Van Bronckhorst is surviving on the goodwill of getting to the Europa League final. But I think the tank is draining very, very quickly and the style will always come back to to get you. Mm. The way the game's moved on now and how modern it is, results and scraping by isn't enough. Fans want to see entertainment and they want to see a certain style and structure within the club. Yeah, I was going to say, Thomas, I think you're still one point better off than you were at this stage last season. But I detect that's not going to make much difference to you. I feel like, is it is it just much more than that then? You know, on the cold, hard facts of the domestic results, it's still not that bad because Celtic are better now than they were at the start of last season. That's maybe where it looks worse, but that's not giving you any comfort, is it? No, it's like apples and pears. Last season, um, when Stevie G was still there, we were at a different point. I mean, by Christmas, we were six points clear. And, you know, other teams were still knocking in a Celtic store. But, in fact, I think we were ahead at that time. But uh, you could see that Rangers were playing to a shape. And if they lost a game, they lost. It was What was cost us last time was uh, Alan McGregor's goalkeeping errors in certain games had cost us uh, three points and two points, etc. But generally, the team was, were playing well. You could point there was a fault in the goalkeeper. He was having a bad season last season. But the rest of the team, by and large, was OK. You were coming in, young players were coming in, like Bassey at the time. You were quite pleased the way Aribo was played up to the African Cup of Nations. There was a lot of positives you could take last season. This season, there's absolutely none. And you just see the same thing. Barisic and Tav going down the wings, crossing into the middle. If that does the work, try it again, try it again. Mm. Change the play. Well, it's going to be an interesting few days. The small matter of Napoli up next. Thank you. Uh, to Thomas on Twitter Scott says I was at Ibrox today Lacklustre Can see why the Geo style of play Is the horseshoe Absolutely mince No wonder folk were leaving From half time onwards uh, And Roscoe says On the way home In over 40 years One of the worst performances I've witnessed Utterly abject Players have chucked it Languid Uninspiring Bore of a manager Majority of that team Don't deserve to wear The famous shirt Other than that Hugh Everything's fine but this bore of a manager was in a European final five months ago. And can anyone explain? You know, he's lost big players uh, that have been sold. And that is going to have to be addressed because big players have been sold. And how does Robbie Matondo feel tonight? Brought on as a sub at half time and didn't make it to the full time whistle. Yeah, I'd be quite keen to find out if he was injured or not. Um, well, let, at least. As an outsider, as a neutral, it's given us some reassurance that VAR won't always be the main talking point from a game. No. It might be other ones, but it wasn't at Ibrox today, albeit Livy did get a man sent off. The first yellow card upgraded to a red. Um, a bit more active, or a bit more um, controversial, if you want to call it that, at Tynecastle. Let's bring in Robert, who's a Celtic fan. What did you make of it, Robert? Our first look. Good evening, Gordon, uh, Hugh, Mark and Gordon. Hello. Um, I was watching a match today I had a few friends over for Germany And we watched the, the Celtic Hearts match um, I'm a Celtic fan right But seeing real time watching it on TV The, the Hearts two penalties I mean it was seconds Do you call that in seconds? It's, it's not a big issue But we're astonished with a handball For a penalty 
uh, Celtic never got. I mean, you can see that if, it was, if it's we are watching that, it's a penalty kick. I don't know what is, what the, was wrong with the decision there. It's a penalty kick. And even the referee, they've been trained from the beginning of the season, apparently, decisions. The referee in Celtic's goal um, with Ralston, I don't think there's anything wrong with that either, but the refs might play, let the game play, and then call it back. Um, we've all played at different levels, we've all played amateur, um, junior, like guys lucky enough to play professional like Mark and Gordon in the studio. Hughes watched a lot of football over the years. It's the same rules in football. There's nothing changed. It doesn't matter if you're a kid's football game to a professional game. It's the same mm-hmm. rules. I, I, and I have to say, I have to say, Robert, I, I found the penalty decision inexplicable. Smith actually moves his arm towards the ball in order to block its progress. And if neither Stephen McLean nor Nick Walsh think that's a penalty, I think that's astonishing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing about the first one, Robert is obviously that's a legitimate concern. Nick Walsh blows the whistle, um, which means it can't be checked by VR. This is the Anthony Ralston goal. But, but we're not. We're maybe not bringing into account as much as we should, whether you agree or not. Maybe he just saw. Maybe he just thinks it's a foul. I mean, there is contact, right? There's, it's not a lot. So again, I totally understand people say that's not a foul for me. I don't think that is a foul. But if Nick Walsh thinks he's clocked a foul yeah. and blows his whistle and gives the foul, and do you see what I mean? Is yeah. it, it's not the same. Maybe not the, quite the same drama around the, the VAR. No, the, the, he's, he's spotted something, he's flagged it. And on that uh, then, just we, for what it's worth, do you think it was a foul? Do you think that goal should have after stood? After seeing it several times, I think Jackie Marcus, he has a wee pull at the first defender, but then pulls mm-hmm. the shoulder of the second defender and he goes down uh, in the box. Keel goes down in the box and that's when Keel's standing and looking about. I think that's what Nick Walsh has gave it for. Now at the time, we're thinking, oh, it's for offside. Of course well, It definitely wasn't It uh, definitely wasn't So My opinion I think Nick Walsh Spotted that And he's called it correctly This is where it, I, I, I don't expect much sympathy For ref scoring um, <laughs> But I, I actually get where Robert's coming from In the sense We'll just let it play Let mm-hmm. that go in And then you can look at it back And then you can see If there's a foul But then see when it gets To the penalty for Hearts And he does let it play To he let VR good. have a look Robbie Nielsen says Oh come on Should have just blown the whistle Straight away Yeah yeah. Look, look it's the first weekend and obviously, and we'll be talking about this in months and months and months to come because there will be decisions that we don't agree in. Um, we get back to that one mm. with the VR with the penalty kick. I think everybody in here agrees. Do you all agree with uh, with Robert? Should have been a handball. All of I it. do, yeah, I 100%. do. But it goes back to never mind VAR. It goes back to the opinion of the referees. The, the thing is, it's now t- yeah, it's now double layered. So the huge surprise here is that Nick Walsh doesn't think that's a penalty, and. Steve, Steve McLean. McLean doesn't think now, it, it was a clear and obvious error and worth. If if prior to the introduction of VAR, Nick Walsh had not given that penalty, you would say, "Are oh, you only a split second to make that decision?" But the guy mm-hmm. back at General HQ, Clydesdale House, Clydesdale House has plenty of time, yeah. all the technology at his disposal, and if he didn't think that was a penalty, I am gobsmacked. Well, here's the bit, right? And this is where interpretation comes in. In the eye of the beholder It's an offence if a player deliberately touches the ball with their arm for exa- or hand, For example, moving their hand or arm towards the ball Touches the ball if they've made their body unnaturally bigger 
If they're considered They're considered to have made it Unnaturally bigger When the position Of the hand or arm Is not a consequence Of justifiable Body movement For that specific situation Okay My um, my my take on it And I've listened carefully To what you said He moved his arm Towards the ball You think that's the bit Is that the bit yeah. for you Robert You don't think there's any way That can be interpreted differently no, The player knew The player knew If you look at the player He knows He moves his arm Towards the ball And turns away Sheepishly is Thinking It's a penalty and I mean, you could you could what you could show a child that a six year old child that and go and that apparently kick would say it's handball. So if people have been trained, apparently trained for the beginning of the season, I mean, was these jobs advertised? Who gets these jobs? Which that's, jobs? That's the problem. The BR. Who sits and does a video? And analysis referee. Who who gets these positions? Well, what do you mean though specifically? Because the VAR was Stephen McLean. So every VAR is a category one. Referee, so Stephen McLean, Willie Collum, they're, they're the VARs. Yep, I, I think professional footballers, ex-professional footballers, should be sitting in these sort of positions as well. Because footballers know, footballers know where a wee bit mm. cheating around the park. Like Mark will know, Gordon will know. They've played the game. They know. They, I, they know. I, think, I, think I must. I must admit, I, 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 I've got to say that I'm confused with the rules. So when you're saying like get professional footballers, and you see footballers mm. just now, Robert, in fairness. Non Known the rules And their full entirety These referees Category 1 referees Are category 1 referees For no a reason. reason They've been through All the training Years of experience If they're not going to do it I don't think you're going to Find anybody better Until yeah. you can disagree with them Of R- course Robert asked the question So to answer it The other jobs Were actually advertised Hawkeye advertised jobs For for the replay operators But And I don't mean to diminish Their role I'm sure it's They are, they are technicians They press the buttons yeah. And they they make it work It's Stephen ca- McLean took the decision Not to award Celtic the penalty Well no, no 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 This is the Again The the bottom line of VAR Is that the referee Makes the final decision Nick Walsh didn't give that but penalty But the, the, does Stephen mm. McLean Whisper in Nick Walsh's ear I Listen, don't think it's a penalty Of course they can communicate And I don't know what was said But the bottom line That's supposed to underpin Everything about VAR is the referee, the on-field referee makes the final decision, always. I accept that. I come back to it, whether it's Nick Walsh or Steve McLean, Steve McLean and Nick Walsh, Mm -hmm. to come to the conclusion that Michael Smith did not concede a penalty is remarkable. After all that though, Robert, a good win? Yeah, Yeah, it was a good win. Um, It was like, bad defend again, and definitely two penalties, it was like... Bad defending, putting your leg in like that, knowing somebody's mm-hmm. you attack the ball, you don't just stick your leg out, which is silly. But yeah, good one. We good. move on. Thank you very much, Robert. I don't think we will be finished with those types of discussions either today or for the rest of the season, but it's all good fun. Thank you, Robert, for bringing it up. Some good points well made. And we're going to start getting some managerial reaction from Ibrooks next. 951 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL here, and about to be joined by, not in the studio, of course, but over the speakers, Giovanni Van Bronckers, Rangers fans. What do you think you're going to hear from him? We'll let you know very soon. This is what David Martindale made of the game at Ibrooks, which, of course, finished Rangers 1, Livy 1. A wee bit disappointed, disappointed for the players to be honest, I think they put a lot into the game but sending off obviously I think changes the game dramatically. And the dynamics of the game change and just keep putting balls in your box, they manage to get the overloads in the wide areas, they've got an extra man in the wide areas so it gives them that time to lift their head and put the ball in your box which ultimately that's where the goal comes from. In the first half and right up to 
90 minutes, I think the goal was in my right, 90 minutes, mm. so right up until then, and well sorry, right up until we had 11 men in the park, I thought we dealt with it very, very well, I was quite happy to allow them that space in the wide areas, because I knew we could go and defend our box very, very well, but when you go down to 10 men it becomes a, it becomes a big ask. It does, it feels a wee bit like a defeat if I'm honest, but um, just just before we talk about it, I think you maybe asked me, but I think it's a red card. I look, I thought at the time it was maybe a red, and then when he goes and looks at VAR, so I've got no complaint. And I said it before the game, if the decisions go for you or go against you, I'm more than happy, because the referees had a, a, a chance to look in the replay, so I'm more than happy with his decision. There we go It doesn't always have to be A big song and dance When a VAR decision Goes against you I don't think it will catch on But Well done to David Martindale For saying he has no quibble With the upgrade From yellow to red No quibble with uh, The end result Uh, But if the Livingston manager Can say he's a wee bit Disappointed To have left Ibrooks Not with all three points That sums up Rangers Day uh, we're going to hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst very soon It's in my inbox, I'll play it to you Let's bring in Graham in Easterhouse first Graham, sum up how you feel about your team tonight Oh, mugged on me Terrible, horrible to watch Can I ask the boys something? Of course She under, she under Gerard You can't Hadji, Morelos through the middle They went inside, Barisic went down one side Tav down the other You knew what they were going to do What they try to do up there now? They've just got a clue what they're doing they're playing off a of cuff stuff. It's horrible to watch, mate. Boring, slow, no idea, no shape, no... I don't know, no direction, I don't know what's happening. Bumped into a Scottish Premiership defender in a petrol station the other day. Doesn't need to name him, don't think it's that important. They just said, when he faced Stephen Gerrard's Rangers team, he thought they were so well drilled and so mm. well coached and really you could just see it was a team carrying out a game plan. Graham on the line says you can't see that at the moment. I, I, I think um, I, I totally agree with that um, And I'm very surprised Because Van Brunkhorst came with this reputation Of being a terrific coach And it was the Dutch way And how they were going to play And I think every Rangers fan bought into it I think every Rangers fan was excited I think his transfer I keep going back to his recruitment And Ross Wilson takes a big part of this as well I think the two of them together It's been very very poor indeed There's no structure Today yeah. As, as a manager you're looking thinking Just get my attacking players on And hope something falls for someone Very lucky enough for uh, Van Bronckers at Felty Lundstrom To rescue a point But the Rangers fans are not being kidding Gordon They're not enjoying their football They're not enjoying Every fan that comes on here That goes to the game Is now talking about Rangers structure Now if that's fans Guys who do it for their living like You, let, you heard David Martindale there right away I was quite happy to give up the the ball in the wide positions because we'll defend anything that comes in. Now, if you're Van Bronckhorst, you're thinking they'll give up the ball in the wide positions, so how are we going to hurt them mm. through the middle and, and, and cause them problems? But it doesn't seem to work that way. End of the line for the manager, Graham. Have you got any faith at all that he can pull this back? I just think you've got to give him a chance because I don't think they're his sign as me. I don't believe for one minute John Souter, Tom Lawrence, and that other big tip boy at centre half are his signings. I don't believe for a minute that. I think him being Dutch, I thought he'd been watching Dutch football, bringing Dutch players, but there's nothing. You know what I mean? So I don't, I'm not, I don't think he's probably to blame. Oh, good. Listen, I'm glad you said it purely because I like to hear it all. It's a bit dull if every single person says the same thing and blames the same people. It's nice to hear a, a variety. Um, 
I don't know if you'll enjoy this Rangers fans I, I don't know how you're feeling about Giovanni Van Bronckhorst tonight But these are his post-match thoughts uh, Result of course not not good enough uh, Playing at home you have to have you have to win three points. Uh, we didn't do that, so that's uh, disappointing. Performance-wise, I think we started the game really poor, uh, not the way we uh, we need to, and uh, we have to start in home games. And already after four or five minutes, you were one 0 against. So uh, that's not what you want. I think we were uh, in that time not aggressive enough. You know, we were uh, not sharp, and 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 that's not the way to start games. Even with the late goal, still booing at full time, can you understand why they were doing that again today and, and what did you make of their reaction? Of course I understand. I mean, it's the way, you know, you have to uh, you have to deal with it. You don't want it because it means you have a have a negative result, uh, which we had today. I, you know, we're dropping two points, so, uh, you know, it's understandable. If the results are going the right way, then the pressure will become stronger. I mean, that's that's normal in, in, in big teams and big clubs like uh, like, like Rangers So that's for me That's nothing different John's a Rangers fan How do you feel John? Hi good evening guys um, I was saying that To the producer there uh, I'll try and get through it quickly Because I know time's gone against us um, First of all It's completely Unacceptable To be losing points uh, Most of all against Livingston at home Van Van Bronckhurst I don't think he knows His teams He's all over the place um, I'll be telling factors Against Napoli We're out of Europe anyway but we could go over there and get an absolute doing. Then what's going to happen? We come up against Celtic. What if we get a doing there? Is that end of story for Vanny Van Bronckhurst? But my second point was, and I don't know if any of the guys can answer it, when Gerard and Michael Bale was leaving, did anybody at Ibrox ever approach Michael Bale? Because he's meant to be the brains of the football and, and all the rest of it. Did anyone ever take into consideration to ask the guy to stay? And manage the club Knowing fine well That that, that such clever uh, Football Mm. brains He's he's, he's got Honestly I don't know I would assume Mm. That it was just Always done He was just always Going with Stephen Gerrard To Aston Villa We know how that All panned out For them both Respectably Is this you saying John To cut To to the chase That you want Michael Beale To be the Rangers manager now No saying I want him in But I'm wondering In the background If there'll be any Chats going on With people Uh and Ibrooks to Michael Beals. Now I know he's getting a carrot dangled with this talking going to over uh, walls and things like that, but it wouldn't be a bad shout if Vanny Van Bronckhurst is, is basically is, is uh, basically he's he's against the black ball here. He's he's really he's clutching at straws. And I'd say if we get beat against um, Celtic, that would probably be the final nail for him. I would think because the Rangers fans are booing like mad at the moment. You've heard all the callers. So is it that bad a shout to maybe approach Michael Beale and try and see if we can get him Tyrus? I'm not saying he would come, I'm not saying they would ask him, but it's not a bad shout to be honest with you. Needs to get to the Celtic game first, you that's actually still a while away, I think it's yeah, January, isn't it? I was going to make the point that Rangers must be very, very happy there's a World Cup coming up soon because it will give them five weeks out to regroup, do whatever they want to do. I have no knowledge of Michael Beale ever being asked at the time of uh, Stephen Gerrard's departure whether he wanted to stay. Um, when he turned down the Wolverhampton job, he said he felt it was too early to make that move. Now, I can only take the man's quote at face value, uh, but if he thought it was too early to go into the English Premiership, maybe he feels he's got more time to learn his trade as a, a manager or... 
maybe he would be in, interested in Rangers but they are very glad to have the World Cup come along they don't have Celtic before the World Cup starts so they have those five weeks to do whatever they want to do but it's becoming abundantly clear now that at all levels of the club's operation at the boardroom level at Ross Wilson's level at Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's level and at dressing room level the supporters are not happy with what any of those levels are returning Well it's going to be quite a week Because as John on the line says It's the small task of a trip To one of the most informed teams in Europe Next for Rangers So it's going to be a heck of a few days For Giovanni Van Bronckhorst We will have to leave it there Thank you to John uh, Thank you to Hugh Gordon and Mark For joining me in the studio The top team around the grounds And as always the biggest thanks to you For listening at home For all your tweets and your calls On what was an unbelievable day Never let anyone tell you Scottish football doesn't guarantee drama And controversy Seven goals at Tynecastle. Celtic coming out on top And stretching their lead At the top of the table Various debates and controversies Surrounding VAR on its debut weekend In Scottish football And then of course from a purely footballing perspective Rangers dropping points at home To Livingston A result that sends shockwaves around the country Good wins for Aberdeen, St Mirren and Kilmarnock Big results down the Scottish Cup as well So much to look back on on Monday night We'll be here at 6 o'clock You would be crazy to miss it So make sure you do We'll speak to you at 6 o'clock on Monday And the GBX is up next